Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of the Around the 412 Fantasy Football Show. As always, brought to you by Keats Barbershop, located in East Rochester, PA. I am your host, Smitty. With me, as always, Joe, Drew. What is going on, fellas? Hey, man. RIP to Franco, man. This is crazy. I'm sorry, the Grinch. The Grinch is here as well. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this somehow, in a weird way, plays into my only fantasy pick. But yes, rest in peace, Franco Harris. Um, are you guys still? So I'm not. I, I I honestly probably shouldn't be on the show. We should have like Chad come on here and make a guest appearance because <laughs> I am no longer playing in any fantasy football leagues. Uh, and it's only nice. two of the playoffs. So yeah, in a in a in a way, like pros and cons. I got nothing to worry about this weekend. Can just kind of sit there and enjoy football itself. But um, it's just wild to not be playing fantasy football at this point. I had I had four years in a row of winning one league and I didn't even make the playoffs in that league this year. Yeah, I have four leagues that I'm still in. Um, had a couple of tough losses last week. Uh, shout out Miles Sanders. Shout out uh, Donta Foreman for his negative point one points. Um, really strong playoff performance off the waiver wire. Get what you paid for. Um, but I got two dynasty leagues that I'm looking pretty good in that I should have a chance at taking some things home. Um, and I have a couple leagues that I was uh, – one was an auction draft, which is what I'm most proud of because I feel like if you picked at the beginning of the draft, you probably had a tough year. Depending mm-hmm. on who you picked in the back half of the draft, like you may have done well and took uh, like a Devonta Adams and say like a Joe Mixon and maybe you lucked into getting Kelsey uh, like in the second or third round late, avoided Kyle Pitts, or you were like me and went Najee Mixon Kyle Pitts and then your season was over but I feel like if you were in the middle of the draft this year you got like Justin Jefferson Cooper Cup while he was healthy you got a lot of good players in that the middle of the draft with a auction style or salary cap style there's none of that I had a the top record in our league um got the bias so that was just guys that I thought throughout the year so my team has AJ Brown um Stephon Diggs picked up Justin Fields off the waiver wire um looking to make some noise with that one um but yeah we'll see what happens and nothing that happened in the first what 13 14 weeks of the regular season matters um as we saw last week anything can really happen in the playoffs and really you're just trying to get a chance at the dance and see if you can make it happen so we'll see um yeah that's one team that i made the playoffs with i had jonathan taylor and pat fryermuth on that same roster yeah good night sweet friends uh, as as much as Jared McKinnon wanted to win that football game for me, what a guy! Quite enough. So yeah, is Chad in here yet? Where's Chad at? I need to talk to Chad about Jared McKinnon versus Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco. And uh, who's the one? He's Ronald Jones. He said if Ronald Jones is active, he's going to score more points. Yeah, that's right. Jared McKinnon in this. Unfortunately, game. he did not score more points than the uh, <laughs> RB one last week. Um, I mean, yeah, so happens. I get the I get the logic behind if you think Kansas City was going to blow Houston out of the water, like maybe he wouldn't be as involved. Um, yeah. But man, especially once that game started, and then Pacheco fumbles. Like, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that more because Jarek McKinnon took over that backfield. I mean, look at it's gonna scroll on the bottom here very shortly. Look at where we got him collectively ranked this week. Bam. You're seeing his name right now. Imagine thinking at the beginning of the year you would see Jared McKinnon top 10 during the playoffs. Dude's balling. And it's so interesting. I feel like this happens in Kansas City like every year. Like they just find like a random guy, just comes out of nowhere. They're like, every year, Drew's like, stay away from CEH. He's a fraud. I'm and right about it. Like, 
I know, I know. And then everyone's like, no, this is his year. Like, he was sick. He popped along, like, whatever. And then, like, by, like, week 10, they have some dude that wasn't on the team at the start of the year putting up, like, crazy numbers. It's just it's unbelievable how they do it. He's going to be a yeah. league winner this year. I don't think he's going to stop. McKenna. I don't think so either. What is that? What What do they finish out with schedule wise? Uh, so yeah, let's see. Seattle this week. Kansas City yeah. has Seattle, and then they have Denver. Denver's going to be a tough matchup, but as somebody that's like a PPR back, it it's might worse. play into his favor. McKinnon's going to mm-hmm. do better. Seattle and Denver. All right. Um, all right. Let's get into some injury stuff. Uh, big one here. Obviously, we do. I think we did. I didn't rank him, but he came in at the back end. I mean, there's a possibility, I guess, that he could play, not expected. You guys uh, didn't rank him, but I did. I think he's okay. going to play. Just because of the divisional matchup and, like, the implications of, like, the Cowboys-Eagles yeah. game, I think they, they're going to at least try. Well, I see, couldn't not rank him. He's so good. Right. The way that it was being talked about, you know, just 24, 48 hours ago was if this could not just be, like, a one-week thing. Like, it might be multiple weeks. It might be the rest of the regular season, and then he returns in the playoffs. But, yeah, it, it sounds like the door is definitely open for him, at least more than Lamar Jackson, uh, who it sounds like is still going to be out. But, anyways, Jalen Hurts is who we're talking about here. Um, dealing with a shoulder injury, obviously avoided what was originally they thought it might even be a broken collarbone. But Jalen Hurts dealing with a shoulder injury. Uh, what do we think about this, Drew? So my guess is he probably has an AC joint sprain, what we see in Roethlisberger all the time Well, when he was playing. Um, I don't think he's going to play because they only need to win one more game and they clinch home field, let alone the division. So they're, they don't need him this week. They can let him have the one week, let Gardner Minshew play. You never know. I think Nick Sirianni's offense is pretty easy enough for him. Oh, who it is. <laughs> Old man, you know Grinch. Um, let Gardner Minshew play. I think that their offense isn't that bad. I think it's fantasy friendly for him to step in and be serviceable. So I think Minshew plays. I think that Jalen Hurts misses this week. He comes back against New Orleans, beats them. They clinch home field, and there's no point in risking him yet, in my opinion. Yeah, it's always interesting in scenarios like this, like as the fans, like on one hand, like we don't really care about the health of players and want to see like our teams win. But there's also the element of like Jalen Hurts, like, you know, that he wants to be in there in that game. Yeah. And like is going to be doing everything he can. And like if your leader is out there saying like, dude, let me in, like, are they really going to hold him back and like protect him almost from himself? Like, I don't know if Sirianni's going to do that. I mean, if it gets worse, though, that costs them potentially a Super Bowl. So if that's what they want to do, that's – I mean, that's up to them. I just I just don't think it makes sense yet. I, I would rather let him sit a week and then let him come back later on. They'll get that one win that they need, and he won't have to fight the rust off. But if he, if he makes it worse and then he has to sit until the divisional round of the NFC playoffs, then he might be facing much bigger ramifications if he doesn't play for a few weeks and then he has some rush, rust issues. Is history repeating itself? Philadelphia has a potential MVP caliber quarterback getting hurt at the end of the year. That would be hilarious, to be honest. <laughs> he was living in a van last year, and if he ends up at the Super Bowl, I'd be fired up for him. Future Steelers backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew, by the way. No way. Uh, we'll we'll be is in here. next year, too. Camara or Evans Flex? I just pulled up Joe's chart so I can get a better sense. Kamara's well, been struggling lately, yeah. like heavy. He has, but so they have Evan. Cleveland, right? 
Yes. And Cleveland is supposed to be freezing. They have the lowest like over yeah. under. Like it's like it's like 32 points total or something like that. Mm-hmm. I am really worried about Kamara. Like they're not really utilizing anyone in that offense well. Um, it's like Taysom Hill, and then who is the random Rashid Shaheen is like their That's leading my receiver guy. lately. That is my like guy. out of nowhere. I feel like, like every time he touches the ball, he goes 80 yards. Yeah. He does, but, like, why can't it just be, like, Olave? Like, why do they have to do it like this? It could be both. Olave also hurt right now, though, too. True. Yeah. Um, I'd probably shit. take Kamara, though, just because I think Evans, that whole offense has been bad. I think he had his big week last week. I just don't see him doing it two weeks in a row. Yeah, but Arizona has a, a pretty Oh, they play Arizona. So that's different. Yeah. Um, so, for me, I probably would go Evans. I – just because Kamara hasn't really been getting the volume of work and we haven't seen him utilized in the way that he was in the Sean Payton offense. Um, Kamara, like I barely see him like a, as a startable option this week at running back. Like I feel like I'm ranking him right now out of like name. Don't you think right now though, going against Cleveland with the weather expected to be the way that it is like, I can see him with 20 carries. Maybe. Maybe, but then you're really relying on a touchdown if they're running the ball. Like with a PPR play in Evans, like Evans could catch the ball six times for 50 yards. If Kamara doesn't score, he'd need to put up 110 to match it. But Alvin Kamara always goes off one round in the playoffs. I mean, if that's what yeah, you want to hang your hat on, yeah. if that's what you want to yeah, hang your hat on, you can. But It's also supposed to be snowing, isn't it? It was that's on... Yes. It was on Christmas that he scored because remember he was wearing those red yeah. cleats when he scored he had five touchdowns. Yeah, I don't know, dude. All right, I'm going Kamara. So am I. Point for me, but I'm going Kamara. I there you go. Evans. There you go, Platt. I'm sure we we were split, so that, there's a ton of help right there. For it's you. two to one. I'm on Kamara. But I know that's what I'm saying. But we didn't give a unanimous answer, so now it's oh. still his decision that he has. I to still make. thought that we had. I thought we were a democracy, but I'm yeah. fine with that. Okay. I thought that we just did whatever Zach said, to be honest with you. <laughs> Absolutely not. Especially not, not when it comes to the player that I had for my only fantasy last week, but we'll talk yeah, about that later. Somehow I won that. Won. Even though you, you texted me the day before and you said I win. So I was actually sitting there watching that pretty heavy. I still won somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um let, let's stick with the same team, even though you have this player listed last. Uh Dallas Goddard. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that one out there because it looks like he's going to return this week. Um, Mm -hmm. They brought him back from designated from IR last week, and he's practicing, and expectation is that Dallas Goddard's going to play. Okay, yeah, I did. I ranked him, I think, like sixth or something like that. But, you know, it's going to be tough. I I don't know how much it would change based off who's playing quarterback. Um, But... Yeah, I, he. There was a chance last week for him to return. We were talking about it a little bit. Didn't end up happening. So I think this is the week. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see if it happens for sure. Um, I don't even want to talk about this guy just because I said my season ended with him getting uh, going out on the first drive. Jonathan Taylor obviously not going to be available for anybody that does have him and somehow survived winning their game last week. High ankle sprain, done for the year. Better luck next year. Is, guess, he the, guess, is he the worst number one overall pick? Like, ever? I feel like this happens every year, though. Like, the number one pick always, for whatever reason, just struggles with injuries. Saquon, but Bart like, I'm fine weird. with like getting hurt and like not playing, but like, he played most of the games this season and was just he was like hurt. awful. But he was hurt, mm-hmm. he's been dealing with this high ankle sprain for months. 
I don't know. I regret just not taking McCaffrey when I in the one place that I had him first overall. Like I will never do that again. I mean, like how did I convince myself that old Matt Ryan was going to make that offense better? It could be a completely different scenario if you, if CMC was going one. Honestly, when I I won the way we decided that draft order is you had to pick like which college team was going to have the most points like that week. And I had the first choice of pick. I was, so it was like the first, it was the week before. So it was Labor Day weekend, opening weekend of college football. So I was actually going to pick fourth and just say, all right, just give me the first receiver off the board and take a tight end on the way back. And I was like, no, like don't get cute. Just take the first pick. Regret. I regret not taking Justin Jefferson first. Like I, that's who I wanted first overall at the beginning of the year. I I think if I had to re-rank picks, I probably would go Eckler one, uh, CMC two, and then Justin Jefferson three. Justin Jefferson went third in a redraft that I'm in, and like everybody laughed at the person. Would you? Was there a scenario where if you could go back that you would take Kelsey like first overall? Yes, absolutely. Because he's been the only good tight end all year. Mark Andrews has not been good. Yeah, speaking Even, of people that are banged up. Yeah. Like, he's just clearing away the best tight end. Yeah. Um, Dylan dealing with a concussion. Yeah, he already, about this one. he already got cleared. So I don't know if he ever had a concussion, if it was just precautionary okay. on Monday night. But he, he's back, ready to roll. He's already practicing. Yeah, I was refusing to watch that game with uh, LaFleur seemingly going against Aaron Jones in fantasy early on in that game. Ended up scoring a touchdown, but early on it was like A.J. Dillon was just taking every drive, dominating yeah. touches. He finally looked good. He's looked pretty crappy this year, honestly, and like finally looked like mm-hmm. last year A.J. Dillon. That was like, oh, like will they bring Aaron Jones back because he looks so good and his thighs are so big? Uh, but <laughs> The thighs are huge. I don't know. And it'll be interesting. The, the AJ Dillon that made Drew go out on a limb with the Packers running backs. Hey, a- <laughs> let's let's be honest here. If they would have went with what I said, do you think that they have more wins right now than they than they do? No, they suck. Their offense is terrible, though. Oh, for Those sure. Are strengths. I it would be. I think it'd be different if Rodgers was playing with a broken thumb. It's like an important part of being able to throw football. I think he got that from COVID. COVID thumb. <laughs> Uh, Andrew Smith, Chark, Robinson, or Akers in the flex? Is that Zach Smith? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm very confused. So that's got to be Devonta Smith. Yeah. I, um, I would honestly say if you have the luxury of going Andrews in the flex, I'm very curious who your tight end is because otherwise it's like, all right, like you have to have it's Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Has to be Kelsey. <laughs> Um, I would probably play Devonta Smith. He had a hundred yard game last week. Dallas has been really vulnerable in the air. Um, I don't know if that necessarily changes for me, regardless. Uh, Chark Robinson, Acres, none of those names are really exciting to me. Um, so it really goes down to the first two names. Um, I mean, who's Robinson? Today. Brian, Demarcus, Allen. <laughs> well, Allen Robinson's out for the year. So if it's him, uh, I wouldn't play him. We can yeah. roll him out. <laughs> Uh, Any, I'm out on all Robinsons. Oh, there's no oh, tight end slot in the league. Slot. You know yeah. what? I have a couple leagues like that. It's been really nice. Um, and I still it is Brian Robinson. It's by better. The way. Oh, is Brian it? Robinson. Uh. That's I, I. I said is it Brian Robinson? This is the first one I said. 
Um, San Francisco on the ground, I don't like that matchup for Robinson. So it still is Andrews or yeah. Smith for me. Um, Andrews has a really good matchup this week um, for tight ends. So um, Atlanta has been giving up 20 points per game in the last three weeks. That being said, overall for QBs and wide receivers, they've really been locked down. So I envision that they're going to treat Mark Andrews like a receiver. Um, and he hasn't really done anything of late. So that's why I'm leaning more towards Smith. It's Same. Smith unless Lamar plays. He could come back this week. I don't think. He I, I think either way, I'm leaning Smith. Well, if you, want a bo- if you want a boring, easy dub, take Smith. If you want to roll the dice, <laughs> go Mark Andrews. Why would Why would he care how he wins? <laughs> I, don't I don't think. I don't think going to play, so it doesn't really matter. If you want the yeah, style right. points, if you want a boring, easy dub, play me in Call of Duty. Terrible. <laughs> play any of us. <laughs> Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on. You couldn't even find a gun. You said that was me. <clears throat> oh, that was you. Okay. Yeah. I was say, wait. What are you talking wait. about? Uh. All right. Well, I'm nice. Said, so. Um, and then Tyler Lockett. Uh, that finger is probably going it's real to. Yeah. Yeah, he broke his finger. He's expected to miss at least one week. Even though I had a dream last night that he played through it, I don't think he's. <laughs> what? I don't Why? know. I might lean in. I might lean into that. Yeah, I'm dead serious. I had a dream that Tyler Lockett played with that broken. That's got to be a song. That man lives so rent free in your head. It's unbelievable. <laughs> How I about think it's I because had, I did my stuff yesterday? This is totally unrelated, but because you said that, it just it made me think of this. I had a dream that I was getting my tattoo that I recently scheduled, and I hated it. Is that a sign to cancel it? Yes, I think it's a, t- a sign to get two. I think it's okay. just delay it. Or do I just like totally switch it up and get something else? Get the same thing if you hate it. Just get it altered. Is this the first time that you've gone to this uh, tattoo artist? No, he did my no, he did my other leg as well. Oh, then you're fine. Yeah. All right. Anyways, (laughs) moving on from the injury stuff, the stuff nobody wants to hear about, to other Week 15 headlines. All right. So let's hit up uh, some people that are stocks up right now. So only fantasy darling Zay Jones. Go ahead. Wait. Well, I was just—I was just to say for the person in the chat right now, they were saying, "Is there a Twitter I can send my matchup?" Yeah, uh, send it to at four one two ff show. I know that's not necessarily the easiest here. Wait, name to remember. Do this. I would have that on the screen. Oh, you can, can type. Just... You can type yeah, it. In. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like we should always have that on the screen somewhere. Uh... You know, you make a decent point, I guess. Is it not Some on there? <clears throat> Is that Man, right? There it is. Let's spell that right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Is that you, right? I'm like looking at it and it looks wrong. <laughs> it's like, because I, I think it's because everything's upper like everything is uppercase in that. I don't yeah, know. You're it just looks right. Isn't yeah. it not up in the upper left? No, it's just the name. Uh, I can add it to the thing for next week. It's good feedback as we go into championship week. Yeah. But yeah, that'll work. Cool. All right. So um stocks up. Only fantasy darling, Zay Jones. He had a hat trick last week. So six receptions, 109 yards, three touchdowns, one sweet haircut. Um, there was a lot of questions about what would happen with Damian Pierce leaving the Texans uh, with his injury. Um, Dare Ogunbowale uh, Ogum, started the game for him, but it was actually – Yeah, you're right. Um, but Royce Freeman actually took over the game, really. Um, he was easily the uh, the top back. He had 22 snaps on the first and second downs to 12 for the rest of the team. Um, so it looks like if you are going to start somebody from Houston, that it's going to be Royce Freeman. Hold on. Um, so I don't know can if I, I – go ahead. Can I, count, can I counter that? 
I don't think that Royce Freeman's a guy you want to. I don't want to start either of them. I think that it's entirely game script dependent, and because they somehow were in that game last week, that's why Royce Freeman was getting that touches. If they're behind, I think that you're going to want a Goombawale or Burkhead, right? Well, the thing is, is that you don't know. So it's like if Freeman's getting the early down work, which uh, Goombawale was getting, does he now kick into the third down back role, or does he just get moved? from the lineup and Burkhead continues to go on third downs. I think it's um, a fade. So, yeah, I think that it's a fade, um, but uh, there was like some optimism um, about what was going to happen, like who was going to take over. Um, so not a league winner on that regard. There's Chris um, Moore. Chris Moore, he's been getting his catches at least. We'll see what happens. Um, stock down, Miles Sanders held under 50 yards, didn't have a touchdown uh, last week. Um didn't have a single touch in the first quarter, which is pretty frustrating. Uh, Sirianni, after the game, said that they need to get him the ball more. Um, if we're thinking about, like, random things that happened in that game, so Jalen Hurts, uh, he did get injured, but he ran the ball 17 times. It's only the 25th time in history that a quarterback's run 17 or more times in a game. So I don't think that, like, it's a long-term thing to have to worry about. It's just a really weird game for Miles Sanders. Unfortunate that it comes in the playoff matchup, but um, – He's gonna. He's getting double digit carries in every game. You have to continue to play him. Um, Dallas is a tough matchup, but I don't think there's someone on the bench that you're likely going to be able to throw in there for him. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, other player uh, that's kind of on the decline here uh, mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, Pat Fryermuth. Um, we can see it just as Steelers fans watching the game that he's visibly trying to play through an injury. They're holding him off the field quite a bit, um, but. He didn't have a single catch last week. He didn't have a single target last week, um, and that's including plays that were called back for penalties. Um, he's been playing a reduced role and 11 personnel on the field, so they aren't throwing him on there. Played 15 out of 33 snaps and 11 personnel, um, and Zach Gentry and Connor Hayward have kind of been stepping up, and that remains. Um, I honestly don't know if I can play him this week, just seeing what I've seen from him, unless I'm seeing like full participant in practice like for multiple days this week. Um, so I don't know, Zach. Do you have you looked at the practice reports at all for the Steelers this week? He's been he's been a full participant. Each of yeah, the I don't. Days. Even I don't though know. yesterday was a simulated one, they didn't actually practice. He was a full participant today mm. in practice. I don't know if this is injury related. I think this is more of they don't want him to pass. Well, it, uh, it definitely was last week. He could be healthy now, but after he couldn't the game, make I any found, cuts last yeah, week. Yeah. After the yeah. game, I found out he was in that boot until Thursday. So, yeah, okay. we right, should, so I, if I if I would have known that, I would have not played him. But <laughs> either way, here we are. I'm thinking that uh, they don't want him on the field to run block, though. And if they're going to start running the ball more the way they are, I yeah. think that's the real issue with Fryermuth. Um, and it also could be a Mitch Trubisky thing. He was really peppering Deontay in that that single coverage. Um, if when Kenny well, not going to single target though, I know, I know. But I mean, if he's if he's only in on 50 percent of snaps, the it's less opportunity. I, I don't know. It feels risky, man. Like it's a weird, weird. Game. Especially being in the cold this week. Like I don't know. I'm, I don't think I'm very nervous about him. I think they're gonna run cer- a certain someone into the ground t- this weekend. I Zach knows. His name's what Najee Harris. Benny Snell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good deal. So, yeah, so that was the updates from week 15. Um, a lot of interesting stuff happening um, as we move into the second round of playoffs, maybe some championship weeks for people that avoid the last two weeks as teams are clinching playoff birds. But um, with that, we'll transition to fantasy football tender. It's going to move the uh, around the 412 
Twitter uh, URL there. But if this is your first time watching the show, um, this is Fantasy Football Tinder, um, the greatest way to swipe left and right on your football friends. So on the left-hand side of the screen, you can see the Tinder board. Um, if, if you're liking the profile, you like what we have to say about a player, um, we will swipe right on that player. You'll see the green heart pop up. If you're not really feeling what they're putting out there and you just want to move on and find someone else for your roster, for your team, whatever you want to call it, you're going to swipe left um, and you'll see that with the red X. So as Drew mentioned in the injury updates of the show, um, you have Jonathan Taylor going out with injury. Enter profile one, Zach Moss. Are you trusting Zach Moss, the boss, to fill in to your fantasy lineups as we move into these pivotal playoff matchups. I don't know. I'm so torn on this just because I didn't see anything from him in Buffalo. Right. Right. They gave him every opportunity and like, he just did nothing with it. And he was always hurt though. They spent a decent draft pick in him too. So it's like, you think that they would give him, like you said, every opportunity to show something and then to basically have him be just a part of a deal for Naeem Hines. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What, what is his, what, how many snaps did he play in that game? Um, he, was done. he had like, he got, he was just on the field for 60, 67% of the snaps once Jonathan Taylor went down. So he had 67% of snaps, 24 carries, and one target. Deion Jackson had 32% of the snaps, 13 carries, one target. Yeah, so I was gonna say I was gonna ask about <clears throat> Dion just because I didn't know what his involvement was still like afterwards because like you would think he would still have somewhat of a role. Uh, I'm gonna swipe left on this. I don't believe in the player. Okay. So Grinch, I'm the same boat as him. I'm I'm really torn on it. Um, I think that what happened last week with the amount of carries he had was a mirage. I think that because they were up so much that they just ran the ball constantly and if they're down i feel like Deion jackson's gonna get more work but i also look at the matchup and i mean san diego even though your charts say they've been good the last san diego, san diego. Oh, wow throwback wow <laughs> whoa that was bad um maybe i just wish they were there because they don't have their own stadium anyways the chargers the los angeles chargers even though your chart says that they've been good against running backs the last few weeks, I still don't actually believe in that defense and their ability to stop the run. I, I do not advise fading that chart. I saw it last week with my only fantasy pick. I don't know if I'd do this. All right, Sedger, so you're swiping left as well. <laughs> well, I'm going to swipe left not because of the chart. I, I think that they're going to be down, like, the offense for the Chargers was bad last week, and I think that they really need to bounce back and put some points up. I don't think that Zach Moss is going to have the opportunity because they're going to be trailing. I want to say, too, so I'm looking at something uh, with Zach Moss with his touches inside the 20 and inside the 10. I mean, have you ever seen anybody do less with these amount of touches? He had eight touches in the red zone, right? Yeah, and he got so he had eight in, uh, attempts inside the 20, gained eight yards. He had three attempts with inside the 10 and got negative six. <laughs> that's so great stinks. 
but so that's what I'm just wondering. Like, so based off that, I mean, how I don't know that you know Jeff Saturday has somebody on staff or he himself is looking at this. But how do you look at that and then continue to give him the like? Would they maybe be like, okay, it didn't work out with Zach Moss. Now Deion Jackson dated these touches this week. I know how it is because he was never a coach in his life, and Zach Moss <laughs> has a higher rating in Madden, which is probably how he gets ready for the games every week. So right. I think that they Makes will sense. play Moss. Personally, I think it's Fool's Gold. Um, tough matchup against Andy. Damn it, Drew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, how, you, how? What do you guys think? I think Sean Merriman's going to shut down that running game. I'm just really team. hoping that they can keep up with the Oakland Raiders in the division, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's a tough matchup. Uh, ever since what was it? A couple weeks ago, they played who? Uh, was it? Kansas City, they played a really good game against Kansas City on defense, and I mm. feel like since then they've kind of had some good momentum. Derrick Henry did her- Derrick Henry things last week, went for over 100 at a touchdown, but Zach Moss was, is also not Derrick Henry. It was Vegas. How did Jacobs do in that matchup? Because the other matchup could just be that the Dolphins just threw the ball a ton. What week was it? I'm just going to go to Josh Jacobs' stat line because he's also banged up, so it's like – You're saying Josh Jacobs against. So the last three weeks, okay, the Chargers faced Miami, which Jeff Wilson got hurt, and they barely ran the ball at all because they were down. So Tua just threw the ball a ton. Last week, Derrick Henry did Derrick Henry things. And then three weeks ago, Josh Jacobs went 26 for 144 and a touchdown. I I think that that number's kind of manipulated by the Dolphins two weeks ago. I mean, probably, but I also would put – Raheem Mostert on one leg in the same category as Zach Moss. So it's like, I wouldn't expect a hundred. Like I'm not expecting Zach Moss to run for a hundred yards against. Yeah. I don't trust him in a playoff matchup, but I do trust him in like DFS as an option. Sure. I could see that. I also still ranked him at number 20 this week. So. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I looked at it like I'm going through looking at all these matchups. And when it got down to like 16, 17, I was like, I don't like anybody. Yeah, it was tough. Like, <laughs> I think I ranked Moss, too, just because of the volume he had. You didn't. I didn't. Mm-mm. I never remember my rankings. I do them on <laughs> Tuesday mornings. <laughs> all right. So moving on to profile two. Um, if you did not know, Romeo Dobbs returned from his ankle injury that he suffered on the, the first play of week nine. Um, he had a starting job um, as Christian Watson battled with injuries. Um, and the Packers actually released Sammy Watkins, who returned back to the Ravens this week. Um, but he actually was the leading receiver for um, the Green Bay Packers last week in terms of yards. Um, it, Christian Watson's emergence has pushed him down the depth chart a little bit. Um, but what do you guys think? How does this impact the Watson, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb trio? Um, are you going? Do you think they go back to Dobbs, or do you think that the guys that are there kind of have solidified themselves enough for him to be like wide receiver four on that team? Well, Watson got the most targets, but the way that he ended the game, and it's been heavily scrutinized him running the wrong route on what could have been uh, a touchdown. I don't know how much of that's going to carry over to next week, um, but how much do we talk about this with like Aaron Rodgers and his trust for his receivers? Is all of a sudden Christian Watson going to become like an afterthought because of this? Um, 
Romeo Dobbs was putting together some nice weeks before he got injured. So why do these have to be so tough this week? I feel like I can't, I don't have a clear, I don't have a clear thought like I normally do on a week to week basis. Um, Complete guess right now. I'm going to say Christian Watson maintains the number one role in Green Bay. Okay, so it's a swipe left. Yeah, swipe left on Dobbs. I agree. Um, I'm going to swipe left. I I didn't watch this game. It's Christmas season, so I was watching Christmas movies with my wife. But week, yeah, bad you're Christmas. Jewish. Bad you're mom. Jewish. It doesn't even make sense. Respect bad mom's Christmas, Jeff. Happy Hanukkah, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um. <laughs> anyways. I don't think that this is really a Christian Watson thing. I, I assume that Jalen Ramsey was covering him majority of the time. He's washed. I don't know. Jalen Ramsey's been terrible in coverage this year anyway, though. Has he been – like, I still think that he's good enough to handle Christian Watson. Like, they're still both rookies that – I mean, Christian Watson's been hot, but, like, they're not – like, it's Devontae Adams again. So, like, it could really depend each week on what coverages are looking like, who you can trust more. This week, if we're going on a week-by-week basis, they have Miami this week, and they're going to have to put up points to stick with them. So, like, in a way, I kind of want to swipe right, but long-term, I'm swiping left. I, I still think Christian Watson's shown enough the last few weeks. He's He was the higher-picked player. What was the amount of snaps for Romeo Dobbs in this game? Because I know yeah. LaFleur came out Friday pre, like prior to that game and said, like, they're not going to put a lot on his plate. Yeah, so, return, so Lazard had 67, Watson had 62, Cobb had 29, Dobbs had 23. Yeah. yeah. So five targets on 10 routes, though. Um, mm-hmm. And then Watson had six targets on 31 routes. He was being covered by Troy Hill majority of the time, according to Player Profiler. Oh. The Dobbs was? Yeah. <clears throat> I think... Uh, Rodgers going to have a big week this week, actually. So I think that Dobbs, like, I probably wouldn't play him in DFS just – or I would play him in DFS just because, like, yeah. I think that he has that rapport, and I think that he's probably the most trusted receiver sans Randall Cobb, but Randall Cobb somehow is the oldest, like, 28-year-old man ever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Green Bay has, like, probably their best offensive output on, in the passing season next week um, against Miami or this week against Miami. But I don't think he's going to usurp La- uh, Lazard or Watson from the starting roles that they have. It could d- diminish Cobb's role in the offense, but I don't see it him jumping into, like, a top-two guy. Yeah, no, me either. Is he oh. fully healthy? I don't know if you guys saw anything, or is it just – Green Bay trying to have one last hurrah if they went out and make the playoffs as a seven. I have no idea. I no, I have I haven't seen anything about his health. So. Yeah, I mean it's been what five, four or five weeks, so I would imagine that he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Hey, healthy enough. I just if he is though, why did he only play thirty five percent of the snaps? Yeah, I, so like I said, with LaFleur coming out and saying that, I don't know. He said that he's looked good in practice, but they didn't want to put too much on his plate returning. So I, I don't know. That was all that was said about it. Yeah. Cool. All right, moving on to our last profile. So um, there's been some specu- there has been some speculation that Ryan Tannehill may not be able to make it a go this week, um, kind of banged up from just accumulation of just punishing hits um, that he's been taking. Um, so if the opportunity presents itself, 
waiver wire Willis, would you feel comfortable starting him in a playoff game this week, knowing his rushing upside? No, I hate to be the Grinch, especially when we already have one on the show, but absolutely not. <laughs> Aside from the fact that he has not looked good as a passer, I don't know that there's a, I mean, this has to be the worst situation to be put in as a rookie quarterback when you look at what Tennessee's situation is right now. Um, I mean, other than the fact, yeah, he can turn around and hand the ball to Derrick Henry, but that wouldn't be good for him from a fantasy standpoint anyway. But the lack of weapons, the offensive line's been bad. I mean, Tennessee's on, what, a four-game or five, four game losing streak at this point now? Yeah, they just yeah. look horrible. So, like, Derrick Henry's still going to get his, obviously, maybe even more so with it switching to Willis now. But I, run it, rushing upside aside, I, I cannot – fathom a world where I would want to play Malik Willis in a lineup. Two QB leagues still enough. Yeah. Yeah. If they yeah, designate I, I, him as a tight end. <laughs> if they designate him as a tight end, maybe because it's like if he, if it's not Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Be a better yeah. option. No. Okay. You starting Jeff Driscoll this week? <laughs> no. That's that's a, like why is nobody really talking about that? Because yeah. he's a Jeff burger. Driscoll. That's why. But it's just so wild. Yeah. It is weird. Like, Yahoo is doing a lot of weird stuff. I looked, and Driscoll was not a tight end on. Um, he's quarterback uh, on ESPN and sleeper. Yeah, I'm gonna say no for Malik Willis as well, but I do want you to respect Chigo Conquo when you say the lack of weapons. That's true. Hey, I did rank him as uh, eh, he's in my top ten for tight ends this week. But hey, I wasn't. A, no, did you bring him up before me? Me? In you life, might you might have. You might. Yeah, you guys didn't. Uh, Joe didn't know who he was, and then you have. I knew who he was. To college. Drew your cats out in the loose. Yeah, I. Yeah, she <laughs> really wants to sit in my lap because she likes this onesie. Stuff. I knew who he was. Only like he was kind of. I think I mentioned this before too, but like he's kind of like a a meme with within the Madden YouTube community because he's like he's very good as like a developmental tight end on Madden. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But he was doing nothing in real life, and then he took like that screen like forty yards or whatever, and people were like, wait a minute, this might be one of the right. best athletes yeah. playing the position right now. Yeah, yeah. I was a big fan when I saw him take that that short pass against Kansas City. And ran the way he did because I was like a tight end should move like this. I immediately added him in every one of our dynasty leagues, and he's been sitting on my taxi ever since. Sweet name too, by the way. But yeah, he himself is not going to be able to help Malik Willis have some relevancy. So, oh, Train by one the way, back this week, uh, we got boring easy dubs. Uh, he just tagged us in a photo on Twitter. So, uh, <laughs> okay, he's got. Fields, Godwin, Waddle, Barkley, Jacobs, Mark Andrews in the flex, Tyler Bass, Tennessee defense. Um, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it, my friend. You're going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would still smart. I would still start Smith over Andrews, but you're going to be all right. Timmy's playing is pretty good, though, too. Yeah. Um, or team league. Oh, Tennessee is Houston this week. That's right. Yeah. 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 Derrick Henry. But, Derrick Henry, like, do they even need to pass this week? Like, no. dude, if they yeah. do, it'll be Derrick Henry passing <laughs> that jump throw to Derrick Henry. Yeah. All right. Transitioning into our next topic, we're going to move it to Only Fantasy, where I have had a resurgence of skill in this area. But if you've never been on the show before, Only Fantasy is your one stop shop for finding premier content in the NFL for a one week subscription. Each week, your favorite can, your favorite host will choose one player 
they're extremely excited about for this week's slate of games. And as we always do, we will start with the Grinch himself, Mr. Drew Hannes. I'm a Grinch mainly because I've been getting my butt kicked in December. I started off really strong in September and October, was barely able to miss. They were all hits. But now I switched with Joe. So that being said, I figured I would make a choice that Joe would have made in September. (laughs) Last week I had Isaiah Pacheco, who honestly, like if he doesn't fumble – I feel like it could have went a different direction because he still had 15 carries for 86 yards, but they completely went away with him when he fumbled because they just didn't trust him the rest of the game, and that really hurt me. Um, But like I said, this week I'm going with the Joe move, picking a player that might not even play. I'm going with Gardner Minshew. And my reasoning is even if Hurts doesn't play and he has the opportunity – The Eagles are going to have to score. Like, the last seven weeks, the Cowboys are averaging 37 points a game. And I know that that's somewhat inflated because they scored 54 against Indy, but they've been over 28 every week since. So they have to move the ball. I expect him to throw almost 40 times. And even if they don't win the game and he looks terrible, 40 40 times in the passing game should be decent fantasy points. Like, I just – I expect it that he's going to have the opportunity. And the matchup is actually pretty good. Um, based on Joe's chart, I think that they're, they're a top 10, bottom bottom top 10 against quarterbacks the last three weeks. So Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, does, Dallas uh, has been struggling a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence diced him up last week. He had four TDs. I just think the opportunity is there. If they let Minshew play, I think that he's going to be a top 10 quarterback this week. I don't know well, what hey, I was wait, doing wait. in our uh, in Trevor our Lawrence. Took, Why would it Trevor Lawrence him? last week? Gardner Minshew this week. Jags quarterback to former Jags quarterback. Just makes sense. Dicing up the Cowboys. And I really need a win this week, so Gardner, no pressure. Oh, <laughs> uh, do I have to talk about mine now? Yes. Yeah. So this is a lesson for all of us. Do not fade Joe Frick's charts. Also, don't text Drew in the group chat the day before saying I win before the game's played. I think – was that about that, though? Yeah, it was, was because I... Mike White was out, and I said that Mike oh, – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, so uh, Zonovan Knight, the running back for the Jets, had by far his worst game as a pro. 13 carries for a whopping 23 yards, averaging 1.8 yards per carry and did not receive a single target in the passing game either. And he is also now dealing with an ankle injury, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, he did nothing in this football game, and uh, it was going against the Detroit front seven that's a little bit banged up. No Mike White, so I thought maybe they'll rely on the ground. Nope. Zach Wilson, 35 attempts through 317 yards, couple touchdowns in his return to the lineup. So uh, big L on that one. Um, my pick for this week, a little bit of a homer pick. We're going Najee Harris going against the Raiders. Uh, I looked at what Ramondre Stevenson did last week to them. Uh, massive game for the Patriots before whatever that final play was trying to pitch it back to Jacoby Myers. And then Jacoby Myers decides to throw it back to Mac Jones. Try to uh, Chandler Jones picks it off. 
It was awesome. Puts Mac Jones into his own grave, and then the rest is history. Um, but the way that Ramondre Stevenson looked in that game against the Raiders run defense, which was non-existent. Uh, I love Najee Harris this week for a few reasons. I mean, obviously what the Raiders have looked like, but also what the Steelers have looked like. They've been a basically top 10 efficient offense since their bye week in every category, especially on the ground. They've been able to do that since their bye week. He looks like a completely different running back. Um, five touchdowns in the last five weeks. Uh, the only game that he didn't score touchdowns against Atlanta still had close to 100 yards in total. But last week against Carolina, 24 rushes, 86 yards and a touchdown. Baltimore didn't really do much. Uh, he only had 15 touches total, 12 rushes, 33 yards and a touchdown on the ground, 17 for 86. Game against Indy is the game that he left early, so he only played like the first half, but still in that game, uh, 10 rushes, 35 yards, a touchdown. 20 yard, or twenty carries, 90 yards, two touchdowns against Cincinnati, 20 carries, 99 yards against New Orleans. So how he's looked uh, since the bye week really uh, improved. And also, Joe mentioned earlier in the show, the passing of Franco Harris. I just have a feeling like Najee's going to carry that with him into this game and try to have one of his best performances as a pro, wearing that same last name on the back of his jersey and being a Steelers running back. Um, it just seems like this is like a – a performance performance waiting to happen from Najee Harris. So love Najee this week. Love it. And uh, I feel like he's like one of those guys. It's like in the cold, like you just like, that's not somebody you want to tackle weather like, factor. Just, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of stop. things that are, that are trending good here for Najee Harris to have a massive game. Yeah. Good deal. All right. So respect OF one right here, right now, fellas, I'm one for <laughs> one in the playoffs. Oh, this sucks. Dalvin Cook, baby. Loved how they used him when they were on the comeback trail. Um, the overtime obviously saved my ass a little bit. Um, but he finished the day as RB2. He went 17 attempts for 95 yards. Um, he also had four receptions for 95 yards and the touchdown there at the end of the game uh, in the fourth quarter. So at 27 fantasy points. Um, as I mentioned, I think he is going to be the league winner for people this year. If you had McKinnon and Cook, you're probably feeling really nice right now. As far as where I'm pivoting to for this week, taking a little bit more of a flyer just based off of the matchups, but I'm going to go with New York Giants receiver Darius Slayton. If we look at his last four weeks or last five weeks, he's had 10, 6, 8, 3 against Philadelphia, but I'm just throwing that out because that's just a tough game. And then 7 against Washington as far as his target share. Um, he's been their consistent best wide receiver um, despite all the injuries they had. They had some players come back from injury last week, but I'm not too worried about it. Looking at the matchup this week for the New York Giants, uh, Minnesota Vikings couldn't stop a nosebleed. Um, they're consistently just getting torched in the air. In the last three weeks, they're giving up 45.8 points to receivers um, through the air, and I think that's going to continue. I think Daniel Jones is going to have a good game, and I think Darius Slayton is going to be the main beneficiary for that. So, Sorry about your luck, Kenny Galladay. I know that you're back from injury. I know that you're getting a lot of money, but it's time to slay, baby. So riding the sleigh home Christmas Eve, taking it with to the bank. I love it. Yeah, I like it too. Santa Slayton. My favorite hoe. <laughs> this is, by the way, I mean, I, I don't even know how to – this is just a very – different pick than we've like we haven't come close to like a Giants receiver I feel like this year a pass catcher in general Darius Slayton is just very different so I love it thank you 
surprisingly no Kenny Galladay early in the season or anything like that. So it's surprising. Uh, it's just all this Ohio air that I'm taking in right now. That so might really be got it. Me. Yeah. Toe up. All right, Drew. What you got on the the DFS? This will actually be pretty quick because we talked about a lot of these players. And then thank God. Players. Yeah. Um, so a quarterback went with Gardner Minshew. I already talked about Gardner Minshew. He was only at 4,100 because the, it's a week behind with the pricing. So he's essentially free. If I, if I'm right about him having to throw the ball a ton and, and getting some garbage points and maybe they are competitive with the Cowboys, you never know. Um, I do think that he'll pay off for his 4,100. And then at running back, Derek Henry plays the Texans. Do I have to say more? No, no, nope. nope. And then uh, I went with Zach Moss as my RB two, just because if that volume is real, his price point was essentially absurd for a starting running back. So he was a must play at RB two. If he doesn't pay off, hopefully these other guys pay off and make up for him. My wide receiver one, I went with Darius Slayton actually. So that's funny that Joe already talked about him. So that's nice and easy. And then I went with Adam Thielen as my wide receiver too. The matchup looks good. And he just didn't get a lot last week. Everything was Justin Jefferson and KJ Osborne. I just think that maybe this is his week. And is this up. how you're like counterbalancing the fact that you're probably paying a premium for Derrick Henry? Yes. Yeah. And I had to pay up on uh, Jarek McKinnon a little bit. Surprisingly. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Yeah. So Jarek McKinnon is in my flex. And uh, I had to pay up a little bit for him because his price went up after his two big weeks. And then my final position at tight end. This one was a little tough for me because I really wanted to go after that matchup because there's a clear, clear good matchup on the board for the Texans. And I had to sit there between Jordan Akins and Brevin Jordan. Jordan Akins got more work last week and he played more snaps. So I just went with Jordan Akins and hope that that repeats itself. He had six targets last week, only 22 yards, but he did get a couple targets in the red zone. He did capitalize with a touchdown. Hopefully they have to move the ball a little more and, and he can get more than that because they were in short field majority of that game. So hopefully, I think the the big factor for that's gonna be weather related because it's yeah. supposed to be like really cold in Tennessee. Yeah. So yeah. that could be yeah. the only downside to it. But I like the play. I I think I didn't realize that Aikens had out snapped him because I ranked yeah. Jordan 14th because that matchup is yeah. so good. Yeah, they were both like near 50, percent but Aikens was at 60 and he played yeah. a little more. So I just rolled with that. Obviously they're so split that it could end up being Brevin Jordan and I missed, but they were both free. So based on the matchup, they were a must play for me. And then uh, last week uh, we didn't do very good. Um, <laughs> I took Mike white out for Zach Wilson and we ended up scoring about 124 points. You might've been able to make your money back depending on what format you played, but it was a tough week. And then also keep in mind the the main slate doesn't really exist this week because there's yeah. very rarely any Sunday games. So I went with the Thursday through Monday because I didn't want to play four Sunday games, and then the Saturdays roll <clears> out. <throat> so, right. You'll want to be who was the way you decide. Who was the defense? Oh, I went with the Bucks. I had to. I had to pay down there, and they've just been so bad that I just feel like their defense needs to keep them in it. Hopefully they can well, get a defense. I mean, they're going to be playing. Right, yeah, I was going to yeah. say with the matchup that they have, you can't really beat it. I'd say they're a top eight play this week. What, who did they play this week? Because I actually forgot. Arizona. They play Atlanta? Uh, Arizona. No, Arizona. Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Boy's hurt. He's already yeah. ruled out. Yeah, that, 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 was my, that was my thought. He was, he was ruled out. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, I didn't even know that. I, Trace I McSorley started quarterback. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah, McSorley yeah. and um, David Blau on the roster right blau, now. Blau, blau. Yeah. yeah, I picked that before they announced Colt McCoy would be out. I, I kind of expected that he would still play. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Trace McSorley, this is a no brainer. The money didn't really catch up. So you can. That's why. Him. Oh, actually, last question before we get going then. How worried are we about like DeAndre Hopkins because of this? Yeah. My. I mean, my ratings of the Arizona offense as a whole were definitely taking that into account. I don't think that they're going to be too usable. Um, looking at the way that we ranked them, let me see real quick. So um, we have him like kind of like a wide receiver two at best. I don't think any of you guys ranked Marquise I, Brown. I did um, not. I ranked. I did my rankings before this. Colt it's just tough because you've seen deandre perform regardless of quarterback but now yeah. we're talking about a guy that like i'm not even sure he's an nfl quarterback <laughs> like he doesn't he's probably better ball, suited yeah. as a runner yeah. yeah he's just gonna run yeah that's tough i mean you probably have to play him probably yeah but maybe construct your roster in a way where if he does hurt you you have someone else to kind of balance that out but I feel like you're playing like a second guy with a lot, like, or do you just treat him as like your upside play kind of thing? Like, That's what I feel like you need to do. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough call. Like this is the week where I would play Tyler Lockett, expecting a big week, but he's out. But I guess guys it's the like first that. game he's ever missed. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe my dream's right, and he plays. There you go. Um. All right. Well. Before we get out of here, just wanted to give a big thank you to everybody that participated in this year's Rocking Around the 412 mission. Um, nothing, no gifts left in my house at this time. Uh, we went to the Salvation Army yesterday and dropped the stuff off there for the 15 kids that we adopted through that. We had already taken care of the other uh, few families that we had uh, gotten the gifts for. So nothing left in the house, which, you know, was great. But um, there were boxes surrounding me, and I really didn't have much wiggle room with my chair here. So it's nice to to have some more room, but I love it can't thank everybody enough for for participating in that and uh once again big shout out to kaylee because you know due to her generosity and, and realizing um her situation and, and a way to make a light still come from that uh in dalton's name to be able to do that with the salvation army i was telling drew before joe joined it before we started the show i ended up spending like <laughs> close to three hours there yesterday when we dropped the stuff off just learning about what they do with the building and stuff because it's literally like seven minutes from my house and i've never been there in my life like i didn't even know where it was and i put it in my gps and i'm like this is like right by the sheets right. in rochester and end up going there and, and walking in. They have a church set up there. They have 55 kids there that come there after school every day and do these programs that they have set up. The director's husband teaches the kids guitar or drums, whichever one they want to get into. Um, they do a bunch of arts and crafts stuff. The building itself is also used as a food bank. Like there's so much stuff that goes on at this place that's just so awesome. Um, and also what I was saying is what's great about this is so I cut off donations um, this past Saturday. So I know how much money we had to have like to wiggle with. Um, we ended up raising, by the way, like just over $5,800 this year, um, which is great. So again, big shout out to everybody. Um, but what I was telling Drew was the reason that I do that. And I know how much money I have to work with. I always end up having a little bit left over at the end because I shop for all the families. And then that last little bit that comes through on like Friday or Saturday um, ends up going into my account afterwards because it also takes like somewhere between one to three days to go into my bank account 
from GoFundMe. So we have about $500 that I'm also going to be able to donate to the Salvation Army just as a monetary donation for whatever they want to do. I know that they recently just put a homeless family into a home and they have to pay like their first year's worth of utilities and stuff like that. Whatever they decide to do with that, um, after learning about them yesterday, I have full trust that that's going to go to the best possible place. So um, once again, big shout out to everybody that was a part of this year's mission. I can't wait for you guys to see the pictures and videos of some kids opening their gifts and which you guys were able to make possible. Um, as always, I want to also uh, highlight Isla Keen, uh, the two-year-old daughter of my friend Dalton, who tragically passed away in October of this year and was a big part of this year's mission. Uh, you just heard me mention the name Kaylee. That is her mother. Um, Isla was originally supposed to be one of the rocking around the 412 children, but her mother recognizing like, hey, listen, we have from a financial standpoint, a ton of support around us. Isla's still going to have a very good Christmas. How can we like, you know, pay it forward? And that's how the Salvation Army came into play for us this year um, was through that. But Isla herself does have a GoFundMe set up. I will have that in the description of this, wherever you're watching or listening. You won't see the GoFundMe one anymore, unfortunately, until we got uh, get rolling next year for next year's fantasy football show because we don't kick off the mission until July. Um, but again, uh, really cool mission this year. It felt a little bit different, obviously, um, with the tragedy that a lot of us in this area suffered in October, but being able to to find a way to to make a light and, and, and do this in Dalton's name. I should mention that, by the way, when we went there yesterday and dropped everything off, we made sure that they knew why we were doing it, and it was all done in Dalton's name. So, you know, very thankful for for that as well, and they're, they're awesome over there. So if you guys ever want to, they have a Facebook page uh, that you guys can check out as well, Salvation Army of Rochester, PA. You can like it there, and they post updates about what they're doing all the time. So, uh, But I can keep rambling on, but I won't. I will let you guys get to setting your lineups for this week's fantasy football playoffs that I don't get to take part in. Uh, so if you're still playing, wish you the best of luck. Uh, but, yeah, we will see you guys next week for what is probably your championship. I would assume. Uh, until then, for Drew, for Joe, for Smitty, this has been the Around the 4 and 2 Fantasy Football Show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas.